Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast, the original all-turkey, all-the-time podcast with your co-hosts Andy Galliano and Cameron Weddington. In our weekly podcast, we're going to bring you some wild turkey calling tips like this. From there, we're going to go into, she's aggravated, there's another hen that's challenged her, or she's challenging another hen, she's going to cut an excited yelp. Advice from old pro turkey hunters like this. The turkeys typically don't like, I think, more times than not, to travel in an easterly direction into the sun first thing in the morning, especially after he gets up. It's a blinding thing. It, it, it's just like you. It's hard for you to see into the sun. Mm-hmm. So if I have a choice, I'm going to try to make it so that I'm going to be on the west side in the morning east side in the afternoon of a turkey exciting live hunts like this holy crap they're coming teach you how to cook your bird with advice such as this with some fresh rosemary and garlic and then cool that off and spread that along the inside of that butterflied turkey breast that we've seasoned on both sides wildlife management tips for your property especially with turkeys like this if you look at the type of habitats that turkeys need for nesting and brooding that tends to be habitat that can be managed more successfully with growing season fire than with dormant season fire. And hopefully along the way, we'll get plenty of these. Well, on November the 28th of 1953, I was attached when I popped out of my mom and the baby doctor spanked me on the bottom. I went, oh, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> I like that. Thank you for tuning in, and now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 386, Scott McDonald marks off a new state. And I am your co-host, and the guy who is wondering... Where are them birds at? And I'm your co-host and the guy that knows. Mm-hmm. You got a lot better <laughs> intro than I do. <laughs> a lot more encouraging, I guess. Yeah. Man, so, you... Alabama turkeys being Alabama turkeys? Yeah, they're doing their thing right now. A little breeding action going on, and I can't really get upset about that. Yeah. You know, That's how it I... goes early season sometimes. I want them to do that. Yeah. So. My theory is that those early seasons when people have a lot of success is when they haven't gotten their full harem yet. And so you, you kind of catch them before. Or you get those two-year-old or satellite yeah, birds. That, hammer them. Yeah. Yep. And I just haven't run across one. That's what I think the deal is. I, I'm just, number one, not hearing a lot of gobbling. And then number two, it's pretty well done after, I don't know, two minutes after fly down five minutes after fly down so oh yeah 
you know, just yep. typical early season hunts. That's I'm, it. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to be too concerned about. Other than the fact that, you know, I just want to, I just want to have a hunt. I just want to just put me in the game. Coach. <laughs> so we'll see. But you've had well, a, you've had a great trip. Yeah. This trip to Alaska was incredible. The turkeys were really cooperative. They were still really hemmed up. All the ones that I killed and we killed as I met some buddies out there. We roosted them, got in real tight, killed them before the hens came down because the gobblers were so eager. They were coming down first. And so you had like a, a literally like five to 10 minute window when it could happen. Were you, we made it you doing a little tree yelping going on? I don't I guess you were yeah. tree yelping. You were trying to get them on the ground. So you were calling we, to them early. Little, huh? If the hens were calling, I was, I was calling with them because I wanted my voice in the mix, you yeah. know, just as if I'm a member of the flock. And then when your boy hit the ground, answering him every time with, with like lustful, you know, hardcore answers and raunch just yeah. sheer raunch yeah just like i'm on the ground too we should meet up before all these other gals get down and so it was working pretty good it, you know it's short-lived but the key to it was roosting and uh, you know i had experience like no other i heard a turkey drumming at 177 yards that was wow. confirmed and that was how i roosted one he never gobbled the biggest one we killed on the trip actually he never gobbled once. He only drummed, and he had a bunch of hens with him, so he didn't need to gobble. Wow, that's and, crazy. Yeah, and if you can't tell, listeners, I'm in an airport right now, so sorry if there's a lot of background stuff going on, but <laughs> this is the life of turkey hunters doing podcasts during, during turkey, turkey season. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, not a problem on my end, I can tell you that. And we are going to jump into this week's show after I say that we have 38 days, 23 hours, 51 minutes, and 12 seconds before the end of spring turkey season in Alabama. Lip poking time in Alabama. And that it goes from like so encouraging to depressing so fast when it changes to it ends. Does. <laughs> it definitely does. Because uh, that makes it sound so close. Like, 38 days before it starts, we're going crazy about how great it is. Yeah. You know? Yep. No doubt. Oh, man. Well, yeah, let's hop in here and talk to Mr. Scott about a really cool experience they had complete with audio. Yeah. So we've got Scott McDonald from Mississippi, our buddy from South Mississippi, on with us this evening. And he's going to share a hunt from last season with us that is pretty darn good. So let's jump in there, get this thing going, and then we'll be back soon. Cameron's going to jump on an airplane, and we're going to call it a week. So you guys listen in close, and we'll see you on the other side. See you on the other side. Hey, everybody. Cameron and I have with us this evening a special guest, our old buddy Scott McDonald from the great state of M-I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I. I can't remember how to spell the rest of it. <laughs> What's going on, Scott? Doing? Oh, man. Going pretty good. Just wore out. Well, yeah, you've been after it now <laughs> for eight, eight, nine days, something like that. So, yeah. Yeah. That, that'll yeah. start you got, wearing. You got 50 more days to go, man. I mean, it. you're going to have to get the old kick in the rear end. You got to get, get going. Uh, well, I know that, but between working all night and trying to hunt during the day and working during the day, too, something. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pretty tough combo. Yeah, finding time for sleep is, is tough. <laughs> it's yeah. like, to me, grueling through the season, at the beginning, you get worn out real easy, and then in the middle, like, your body adjusts, and then towards the end, you crash and burn again. That's kind of how yeah. my body goes through it. Like, the middle part of the season, when I'm in a good groove, I'm, my, my body's used to waking up, but then it's like it all catches up to me about mid-May. Yeah. It's about the same. I'll I'll get in the groove and I can go and I can go and then it'll get to be one of those days that I just kind of hoping it's a stormy day that I can just crash. (laughs) Please, please send rain. (laughs) It's awful to say, but yeah, every now and then a good stormy day is nice. Yep, that's right. Well, I don't know. I must be a true addict. I don't ever get tired. I don't get tired. Now, I, yeah. I won't say that I won't crash against a pine tree. Oh, that's some of the best sleep in the world. Yeah. No, you, you you know I will. I fell asleep and woke up, came running back there to tell you I heard a turkey gobbling. You're like, yeah, he's been gobbling for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you hear him? Did you hear that turkey, Andy? You're like, yeah, he's been hammering me for like an hour. <laughs> yeah. And then you dang near got left one time when you fell asleep you did leave me then i woke up and started hunting on my own for a little while <laughs> look i can't tell you how many times when i was a little kid when i'd go with my dad that i'd wake up to the echo of you know the gun going off and being that day's kind of confused look and he'd be nowhere around and then i'd finally see him after running you know just standing on a turkey <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> and i'd ask i'd ask him you know why didn't you wake me up he's like are you serious <laughs> why'd you fall asleep <laughs> yeah he's like i don't know how you fall asleep for this but you were out so man i finally finally worked out of it a little bit though yeah so did your dad get dry heaves when he killed one no he don't he don't do that he gets he gets pretty excited but i, I didn't i didn't inherit that from him <laughs> <laughs> it's not a genetic trait I don't guess so. And my daughter, she, my daughter gets really, really shook up, but she, she don't dry heave or nothing either. So I think it's just a me thing. <laughs> that's awesome. I think that's definitely a you thing. Yeah. I, yep. It's unique, but I like. Everybody's it. got their their thing, man. Well, yeah. We're gonna get to hear some this evening, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, a lot, probably. <laughs> Fortunately, unfortunately, however you want to look at it, I, you know, I'm kind of happy when it happens, but it is, is what it is. Yeah, so. yeah. So, for the squeamish out there, after you hear the shot on this hunt, you can just don't turn it off. Just turn the volume down for about thirty seconds. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I apologize in advance. Well, walk us through, you know, was this a the hunt you're going to share with us today? Is this a late, early, mid-season hunt? Let's see. I think it was around May 18th, so that'd be, I guess, a late season. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty good hunt. It was still cold where we were at. And we, it, was, it was a weird, I don't know, it was a weird year. We, we were expecting to see a good many birds in the area we were in, and we weren't seeing very much at all. Uh, yeah you know saw a few hunters not a whole lot but you know the it was some, some pressure there and the few people that we talked to were saying that they weren't seeing any birds you know that it was just a strange year so and we just did a lot of traveling looking and talking to folks and the day before 
Bradley had killed a bird on a really cool hunt, and I had gone to this piece of property that a, a local had told me about, and uh, I'd, I'd scouted it out, looked around, you know, didn't hear anything, didn't roost anything, never heard a bird, never saw anything, really, but it looked real good, it had some signs, and, uh, you know, he had told me that he had actually, you know, worked some birds there a few weeks before that he didn't get any of them, and I told him, I said, you know, I'm not going to go somewhere, you're going to hunt, you know, I'll, I'll find somewhere totally different that, you know, I, I just didn't want to hunt where he hunts, mess it up or anything. And yeah. Man, he, he was, he was really cool and just said, no, man, he said, go there. He said, you know, you'll have, you may have an opportunity there. So, you know, sure try it. So I, I took him up on it, but like I said, didn't see anything that afternoon and, and didn't, Bradley didn't see anything where he was looking. So like, man, it, it looks good. Let's just try it. So we got there way early. The way the place laid out, it was a, a road that it ran right through the middle of it. You know, it was just a gravel road in the middle of nowhere. But on the, I guess it'd be the east side of the road was a, a big field, a bunch of woods. And then on the west side of the road, it was another pretty decent-sized field that rolled down the he- down a big hill. It was just constant downhill, and it had water bars in it, you know, running around the fields like they do it. And uh, we just... The place that I'd looked at was on the east side of the road, about, I don't know, three quarters to maybe a mile off. And uh, so I wanted to, you know, we got there early so we could get back in there good for daylight and just, you know, let everything wake up. And we probably made it, I don't know, 100 yards from the truck maybe. And uh, just happened to stop, you know, kind of talk, kind of what, what we kind of planned on doing and heard a turkey gobble. And we just kind of looked at each other and said, was that what we, you know, what I think it was? And then it gobbled again. Pretty dark. Was, wow. Oh, it was pitch black. It was pitch black. I mean, it was dark, dark. But it was super clear. You know, <laughs> I like those gifts. Cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was just one of those. Like, oh my gosh. So, and he was on the west side of the road. You know, totally opposite of where we were going. And I don't believe that we'd have heard him had we been another three, four hundred yards just because of the lay of the land. Yeah, it was just a total blessing. So we took out. You know, ran back across the road, started off on that field kind of looked at our maps to figure out the layout of the land because i had not even really looked at that side over there at all and uh the way the field did like i said it was a constant downhill and it had one pretty good peninsula of trees that came out into the field about middle way so we sat and listened to him it's like he's past them i said let's at least make it to that peninsula and you know figure out what we can do so we we ran to that peninsula and stopped and he was gobbling you know pretty good and it was still just pitch black. And uh, we, we kind of figured him to be in the, the very back corner of the field. I was like, well, you know, we'll see what we can do with him. Let's get as close as we can. So we, we got in the, the, the woods edge right there, and it was dry. I'm talking about, oh, it was so dry. I mean, you and the leaves, but it was like they were a foot thick. You know, it was yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh man, this is not good. But we, we wound up closing the distance as close as I could comfortably get make it as much you know racket as we made so i probably got within i'm gonna say 100 yards maybe 80 to 100 yards of him on the limb and uh i sat up it was a bunch of rocks and stuff it was like a perfect little cutout in some of the rocks so i just sat up in them right on the field edge so i could see the field and then i could see the woods you know far enough that you know if he came up through there i could get a shot and i you know and bradley wound up setting up the hill from me about probably 60 yards and he sat further in the woods in case that you know he skirted around and you know came deep in the woods he'd be able to see him we just just sat there and waited on everything to 
to brighten up and the brighter it got the more he gobbled and you know it it was a thousand things running through my head on you know how bad i could mess this hunt up <laughs> you know <laughs> this uh, is i've been there this is, this is <laughs> You know, this is, this is about as good as it gets without actually roosting a bird, you know, that he sounds off, I'm going to say, a good 45 minutes before the first even break of day. Yeah. You know, and, and I've gotten in this close without boogering anything up, you know, and it's like, what what do I do now? Do I do I call? Do I not call? Because, I mean, he is on the edge of the field, so you would think that he would hit the field, but, you know, how many people's hunted him, you know? You know, just, it's Everything was running through my mind, and it, it, it rolled on there for a while, and I was fighting every urge in my body just to start calling, and, you know, it rocked on and rocked on, and I was like, you could tell he was spinning on the limb, mm-hmm. and I, I, said, I said, all right, I don't think he's going to have a hen right there around him, because as much as he's spinning, I said, he's he's a little mm. frantic, you know, so. Yeah, and he started gobbling like, at the moon, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, so I. I did a couple soft, soft, I mean, as soft as I could do yelps, you know, little tree yelps. And he answered, and that I, I, that was it. I quit. I mean, you can, in the, in the audio, you can tell I had to cut a couple little bitty limbs. And, of course, everything that I sat around was as dry as could be. So, it, you know, it the, the audio on it picks up really good. But you can hear how loud just barely cutting these limbs is. And then yeah. versus my call, you know, versus my calling. So, so that was about it, man. That's all I did was just a couple of tree ups. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm glancing at the field, constantly watching it, trying to, you know, pick him out in the tree. But it was, you know, enough of a little bit of a canopy that you couldn't couldn't really see anything. And he got quiet for, you know, just a minute, which, you know, was a little strange considering as much as he was gobbling. And I caught something in the corner of my eye, and it was just like a, a quick little flash. And it was out in that field probably 400 yards. And I was like, undoubtedly, that was not him. Because if it was, all he did was drop out the tree, you know, catch air under his wings. He never had to flap. And he sailed down that hill, you know, four or 500 yards, just under one of those water bars, you know, in that field. Mm-hmm. and uh i was like man i don't know if that was him or not so i just you know i kept watching that way but i was still waiting on him to gobble in the tree and then about that time you hear a faint gobble out there in the field and i'm like oh my gosh you know he wow. is forever out there you know <laughs> now what do you do <laughs> that was uh, unexpected <laughs> yeah i, I yeah I, I could say you know lighting out there at 100 yards or so but sailing out there I, I guarantee you he was a solid 400 easy i couldn't see where he landed but you know i could see about 400 yards and he wasn't in that spot so case 10 million of the turkey doing something you never anticipated oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah don't set up on the corner you know let's go to the other end of the field so we can shoot him when he flies by but yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll set up 500 yards from this bird it'll be perfect yeah yeah you know so I was like, well, now what? I said, well, he knows I was here because he, he answered my tree up. So he knows it's a hen over in this direction. So I sit there, you know, for just a little while. And I think he gobbles maybe another time or two. And I, I gave a little bit higher, you know, a couple sequences of yelps, and he cuts me off. And I that was it. I just I quit again. And it wasn't a few minutes I could see, you know, this glowing white head just over the about the second water bar out from me and he's walking up the hill and he's he's getting it he's moving pretty good and of course then it, you know the thoughts in your head that okay he's on the move and i look you know 
It started off, he's sitting at 12 o'clock. When he flies out in the field, I'd say he's about 11 o'clock. Well, now he's running up the hill, you know, it's say 10 o'clock, going to my 9 o'clock. So I've spun mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, just tracking him. But now I'm looking at that peninsula of trees that he's running towards. That he's going, you know, if he keeps the path he's going, he's going to run within about, you know, 40 yards of it. And I'm like, I don't know if I can beat him to that point right there. You know, I don't know if I should try because, I mean, he was getting it. it. He looked like one of those birds that was on a mission to go somewhere, and he wasn't stopping until he got there. Yeah. And uh, so he ran out there and stopped, you know, about 9 o'clock from my position, and he just stopped, and he, you know, periscoped his head up, and he looked, and then that sucker would gobble, and he'd look and blow up and almost the strut, and then he'd come back out, and he'd look. And like he was waiting, you know, for me to step out into the uh, open. And, of course, my mouth is, you know, as dry as can be now because I'm shaking so bad. I'm cold. You know, there's a bird out there that's got me shook up. Mm-hmm. And cotton, good old cotton mouth sets in and you're trying to blow a mouth call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a good combination. So I finally, finally work up to where I can do some. I'm talking about as light of purrs and little clucks and just super, super soft yelps as I can do and actually get them to sound somewhat like a turkey, you know, and, and that sucker goes, he, he'll gobble at it and he'll look and he'll gobble. And, and then Bradley, you know, I'd call a bit and Bradley would scratch, you know, back there behind me about 60 yards. And he was a little bit, you know, a little bit deeper in the wood. And that's, that turkey would look and then he, he finally broke and he, He'd take a few steps, and then he'd look, and he'd gobble. And he'd look, and then he'd come a little bit further, and he'd gobble. This went on for, you know, a few few minutes. It felt like hours, but it wasn't it wasn't that terribly long. And uh, at, at one point in it, you can hear his tone and the way he gobbles completely change, as if, like, he is so mad that, you know, that I won't walk out there to him, that he's been calling me this entire time to come out there to him. And that... Uh, Everything in his gobble changes, and when he does that, he just starts marching straight to us. And mm-hmm. that's cool. You know, it's it's at that moment I pretty much just lose it because you know I I don't watched him way too long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's happening. It's actually yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah. Now 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 everything's going through my head. All right, remember you know take your safety off. Remember to squeeze the dang trigger. Remember to have your sight on the bird when you do squeeze the trigger. You know, did you load the gun? <laughs> oh yeah, that uh-huh. went through there too. <laughs> so he, I had ranged a, a clump of grass out there about, I think it was at 42, 43 yards, and I said if he makes it past it, I'm shooting him. And he come on a march, and he made it just past it, and I think he gobbled. And he, I'm shaking so bad, and I'm not, I'm, I'm in good cover, but I think I'm, you know, sitting in a wide open because it looks like he's staring a hole through me and I'm shaking so bad that I'm afraid he's just going to see me, you know, everything I got just shaking. And I, and I remember it just vividly that I'm sitting there and I just happened, you know, I'm shooting a, a pump and I just happened, my, my hand shakes so bad that the, the, the pump part of my gun just shifted and, and clicked just a little bit not enough that i don't i don't believe anything could have hurt it in this world other than me but i swear that joker just looked straight at it and i freaked you know i was like oh my gosh you know he just heard me he's fixing the bolt <laughs> you know i may could have let him walk up there another you know at 30 to 25 yards and shot him i'd probably missed him but he was within the 40 yard mark and 
I don't even remember pulling the trigger. It, the gun just went off, and it was cool because it was old barn, you know, out there on the way other side of the field. You can hear the shot sounds kind of funny because we're in that wide open field, but you can hear the echo pop off that barn and come back. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then I don't know. It took me a little while to compose myself. I had my back locked up. I couldn't stand up, you know. My one arm, one hand was asleep. I was a wreck. Bradley, <laughs> luckily Bradley jumps up, runs out there. You know, it, he wasn't going anywhere, but he, he, he was going to take care of it if it did. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've hunted with Bradley enough for him to know what he's got to do oh, yeah, when he hears yeah. you shoot. It's like, all right, my, I, I'm up. It's my turn. Yep, I got to run That's out right, and yeah. do my part. <laughs> hey, yep. He'll he'll come running by me laughing. <laughs> What are friends for? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way, man. <laughs> that is awesome. That's awesome. Yep. Well, but he, he wound up he wound up being a, probably the best bird, best, best spurred bird I've ever killed. He was a, I'm talking about a solid, hard inch and a half, big old hooks, really big wow. bird, real nice beard. And, you know, we said some prayers, took some pictures, got back to the truck. And we didn't know it, but it was six other people hunting that bird that morning. Wow. Six? Six, yes. It was was two truckloads. One truck had two people in it. One had four. And the first truck, it was two guys. They pulled up, you know, and we just got back to the truck. And they pulled up and rolled the window down. And, uh, you know, they're like, well, you get that bird? Like, yes, sir, I did. They said, huh, must have been a jake. Yes, sir. (laughs) And I sure was. I said, I said, no, sir. I, I swear, I think he's a two-year-old and picked him up, you know, and <laughs> with the hook. And they just kind of looked at me and shook their head. And it's like, well, I guess congratulations, man. I said, we've been hunting that bird for like two weeks. <laughs> so I, I was like, well, man, I never, I don't even, I never even saw or heard y'all. They said, no, we were late. So we saw your truck and we were, we, we were sitting on the other side of the, you know, road over there at the other end of the field. And then another, as soon as they left, another truck pulled up, had four people in it, and they had split up in twos and was coming in from another property trying to get to us. And, you know, I'd shot before they got to us. So it could have wow. been, been a disaster, but, you know, wound up working in my favor. Yeah, no joke. Man, that makes you think, doesn't it? You yeah. You know, it, it's everyone who's been hunting longer than a couple of years knows that, it doesn't matter how good you are. Everything has to play out perfectly. Every decision you make has to turn out to be the right decision in order for that shot to ever happen. And and it's just what you said. You know, had that bird waited, what, 10, 15, 20 more minutes to fly down? Oh, it had never happened. Yeah. It never would have happened. Yeah. I mean, sometimes God just smiles down on you and says, hey, Scott, I'm sending you one. Here's your gift. That that uh, yeah, that was a total blessing right there. I mean, it was you couldn't ask for a better hunt. I mean, as, as beautiful a morning as it was, the the landscape layout, you know, it was a slight haze of because it was so cold. It was a slight haze in the air. Just you know, sun coming up after you know a few minutes. It was surreal. It was gorgeous. Yeah, man, I, I cool. wouldn't mind listening to the to the hunt. Yeah, <laughs> let's jump in there and listen to it. <laughs> if y'all don't mind. Yeah, hopefully it's worth listening to. Oh, it will be. Let's do this.
Okay, I'm cutting out 15 minutes and 15 seconds of nothing but birds chirping and a hard gobbling eastern wild turkey. I'm going to post this audio at the very end of the hunt after you hear the outro. So if you guys just want to hear some gobbling, if your turkey season's not in yet and you want to hear a bird hammering it, listen all the way through the end of the show. Let's get back into the hunt.
Oh my gosh. Oh, Bradley. <laughs> gosh, I'm out of here. It lived up to everything you made it out to be. <laughs> uh, you can add it. You, I should have told you to add it out the end of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's what makes it so good. That's what makes yep. it so good. That, you know, like uh, I gave everybody warning. I said, look, you know, when you hear the shot, just turn the volume down for 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. That, that will do it. Man, yep. that's awesome. So, long spur toting eastern wild gobbler. That's a that's a fun hunt. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So you have how many states left to complete your super Four. slam? I've got fourteen left. Fourteen left. Fantastic. How many new ones do you plan on hitting this season? I know some of it's still up in the air for you because of work, but yeah, we're in the middle of an outage, so I'm gonna try for. If all the holes in the cheese line up and the birds cooperate, hopefully nine, you know, nine, I'll be glad if I get two or three, but, you know, if everything works out, possibly about nine. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. 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 That's a busy spring right there. Yeah, yeah it is. It'll, it'll be a, a pretty good run at the end of April, 1st of May, you know, if they're, if they're working right, then it's possible. But if it's something like it was last year, then it'll be a, a grind and it'll be fun. You know, it, but either way, I'll have a good time. It just might be a little bit more, a little more stressful than it could be. But, you know, might be less turkey nuggets, but it'll be fun either way. <laughs> that's, that's a fact. That's, mm -hmm. a fact. that's it. Yeah. I do. I do have deal. a little, some, I do have some turkey nuggets from this year. So I am, um, yeah. I do have and, a little and, bit to feed them. <laughs> enough beard for about five seasons <laughs> <laughs> off one turkey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you took a beard, uh, you know, swapped it out for one beard per turkey, I'd be good for two years in Mississippi. So <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good, because that, that's yeah. what he he had six beards on him. Yeah, he had six. Man, yeah. y'all, if y'all want to see a picture of that turkey, get on Facebook. Go to Scott McDonald. You can look at that turkey. He has got some serious ropage going on. Yeah, that's crazy. It is. Yeah, awesome. And I, that I one's got a heck of a story to go with him, but you just didn't you didn't get us any audio, so oh man, it, make do. Yeah, it, that yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm glad I didn't turn it on because I probably wouldn't have killed him because that's usually the way it works. But I'm so 
wishing I had that to definitely relive, you know, in the audio world or video or whatever, because it was an unbelievable hunt, too. I, it was crazy. Yeah. But I got it etched in my memory forever, so that'll do. Heck yeah, man. So, I got a, I got a new a new turkey hunter. I'm on, we tried to go this morning, but nothing cooperated. We're going to go again in the morning. So He was with me whenever I, you know, I killed it. He was sitting about 10 yards behind me, and the turkey stood gobbling in his face at about 25 30 yards for five or six minutes and i couldn't see him and he didn't he didn't want a gun he said i just want to watch <laughs> he wants a gun <laughs> now huh? that's what when it was over i said you want to come back and throw the gun he's like yeah i, I, I definitely would like to do that now <laughs> 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 he didn't need any more convincing <laughs> uh, 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 he, he said man i ain't never seen anything like that that was all right there <laughs> yeah well, you'll have to just take him out on some public ground and just take him on a death march. That'll break Ooh, him up. Yeah. Wait for it to get to be about 85 degrees and then oh, take yeah. him out. Yeah, fun stuff. You show up, you tell him, hey, it's going to be cold this morning. Wear your heavy boots, your your insulated <laughs> boots, and you show up in your tennis shoes. Oh, man, yeah. Take him on a death march. That'll break him. That'd be tough. It, it is sad right now. I've been... I've been out listening for the past. I listen, you know, every morning for two weeks straight prior to our season opening on the 15th. And I've hunted the public land for four mornings, and I've not heard a single bird. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. There's, there's some birds being killed around, but I don't know what's going on. Man, that's crazy. I'm seeing a very, very similar experience where I am. And it, I think there's turkeys in there, and they're just not gobbling, but... You know, after a week of it, your mind starts creeping on. <laughs> Did we shoot yeah, I mean, all of them last year? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know it's got to be some birds in the area, but they just, I, for whatever reason, they get locked. I mean, I know why they get locked out. It's just pressure. But you know, it's it's hard to hunt a ghost, and it's hard to deer hunt one for me. You know, uh, just, yeah. I I've got too much stuff. One, I gotta, you know, eventually I gotta get some sleep during the day. But you know, I. I can't just sit somewhere and hope one walks by. That's not the way I want to kill one. I like the I like the game. I like the the chess match. You know. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. It. it. Especially in the home state where you know you can go every day. You know, or most days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's all for fun. I got to you know. <laughs> my my wife said so. I think if the turkey blues are gone at least for a day or two, right? And I was like, oh yeah, they'll be gone for a while. <laughs> right on. If I kill five five days in a row and then don't hear one on the sixth day, man, I'm I'm down. I, I need oh, to hear yeah. a gob. Uh, yeah, if I if I can hear if I can hear one, it's a successful day. But that's all yeah, I need. I just want to hear them. Like I, it's not about the killing. It's when I go multiple days in a row and don't hear one. I'm like, I get down, man. That's what gets me. Yeah, yeah. So I'm fixing to start hopping to a bunch of different places. Some of my old stomping ground that I hadn't been to in a while. So we'll see. It'll pick up. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Well, I appreciate I you sharing that from last season with us. Heck yeah. Yeah, man. Appreciate you giving me the opportunity. Yeah. Glad you glad you took time out of your schedule to share that. So we appreciate it. Don't forget your recorder. <laughs> I know it. The rest of the season. <laughs> what am it. I going to do with you? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do better. <laughs> All right. There's your scolding. <laughs> yeah. I got to get that first one out of the way, and then I can worry about the technical stuff. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Good well, deal. Well, good luck to you the rest of the season, Scott. I'm sure we'll be in contact. I look forward to 
seeing a picture of a dead turkey tomorrow from you, and I hope I hope I'll trade you a picture for one of yours. Sounds good. Uh, I and Andy will hop too. on board Friday. <laughs> well, uh, I'm living vicariously through others, so so both of you send me that same picture. All right. Good deal. Sounds like a plan. All right, Scott. Thank you, man. Have a good evening. Good talking to y'all. See you All later. Right, you too. Bye. Oh, man, just to be in the game with one, you know, that would be that would be well, awesome. Yeah, and then to, to find out how pressured that bird was. Oh, man, all these that's insane. It, it, it's it not really insane. You, it's just yeah. it's what it is modern, these days. Modern day turkey. Yeah, 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 I mean, that, but it's insane when you think about what it was 10, 15, 20 years ago and probably even less than that. 40, 50 years ago, but there were fewer turkeys then too. So, but yeah, yeah, man, it's, you know, that's like I said in the, in the interview with Scott, you know, everything just lines up perfectly when a turkey dies and you make all the right decisions and everything just happens just absolutely. Yeah. Lady, lady luck's on your side. Yes, sir. And so that was a case on that hunt. And I'm just tickled that Scott shared that with us and recorded the audio for us that was awesome yeah no doubt and appreciate him toting around the, the recorder for us heck yeah we love getting extra hunt audio in yes indeed so how about it you got a favor of the week for this week man this week's favor of the week is states open nationwide you know pretty much every weekend and many are already rolling if you have a successful hunt tag us in your in your photo we'd love to see it and you know we might even share it on the show that you had success. So if, it, if you have success, and especially if anything we've told you or you've heard on the podcast led to that success, we'd love to hear about it. So that's that's going to be the favor of the week this week. Yeah, no doubt. So I have gotten tagged in a few picks. So that's been awesome. I'm just thankful to those of you who have tagged the Turkey Hunter podcast in some of your Instagram posts. Congrats to Ricky Bullard, who whacked one this past weekend and tagged the Turkey Hunter podcast on Instagram. So that was a public land bird, and that bird, he said, came in silent on him. So, man, that's even more of a trophy. That's about typical. Heck, yeah. But that's more of a trophy. So congratulations, Ricky. And you guys continue to tag us on those, like Cameron said. It makes me smile every time I see one. So thank you. Man, yeah, you- you get a silent bird like that that's pretty impressive congrats ricky tag us again this week man (laughs) yeah no joke (laughs) find one that gobbles though this time (laughs) (laughs) good all right man all right i gotta hop on a plane yeah let's get you on airplane you walk in there look the pilot dead in eye and tell him don't have another drink yeah better not crash this plane i got turkey meat riding in the bottom there you go all right buddy travel safely And we will talk soon. And you guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. See you later. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. 
and stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.